The book of Genesis is an amazing book. We say it is the first book of Moses called Genesis. And in chapter one, it describes creation. You can learn more about God's magnificent creation by hearing my podcast, God of the 40 Universes. But the book of Genesis also describes the Genesis of Israel. On the sixth day of creation, God made Adam and Eve. And on the seventh day, the first Sabbath, the devil went to tempt them. The devil sinned, Eve sinned, Adam sinned, I guess. He disobeyed God or whatever. And after, some other stuff happened. <laughs> then there was Noah. The whole earth was filled with violence. And Noah preached righteousness. And everyone else, except for his sons and their wives and Noah's wife. And everyone else, they said, we can't hear this. We're too busy. And Noah said, what? <laughs> and they said, we're, we're trying to fill the whole world with violence. It takes all day. <laughs> we don't have time for this. <laughs> And Noah said, but if you hear, hear, you know, my preaching, you might live. And they said, we don't have time for that. <laughs> We're too busy filling the whole world with violence. And then they died. Noah spent almost 100 years building a boat. And uh, two of his neighbors helped him, like two times, kind of. His sons helped almost none. Noah built the boat almost entirely by himself. And then Noah was in the boat with every living thing and all the cattle. I think he sat there milking the cattle, speaking to them most days. And he might've said, does God remember me? <laughs> I think he looked around and said, this is every living thing. Does God remember every living thing? <laughs> does God remember all the cattle? And God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the cattle. In the beginning, there was no incest. When Adam and Eve had children, their children one day saw another man or another woman that they could marry. There were hopefully no men fucking each other in the butt, but there was no incest. God made more men and more women. And after the flood, God made more men and more women. There was no incest. Many children were born. Then there was a man named Abraham. Abraham obeyed God. Abraham had faith. God said, get ye hence. And Abraham got hence. He went to the promised land. And somehow, Israel, Abraham had children. Had children. Abraham had Isaac. Isaac had a child, Jacob. They were women of renown then also. Sarah, Leah, and Rachel, and Rebecca. They're called, uh, I don't want to say yet. Many of the men and women named in the Bible are known as Bible heroes. There was a weird dude named Laban. This man, Jacob, met a woman named Rachel. And he said, Rachel, I'd like to marry you. And she's like, oh yeah, let's get married. And Rachel's dad was named Laban. And Laban said, you can marry my daughter if you work like a slave for seven years. And Jacob said, that's fucking awful. It sucks. But he loved Rachel so much. He says, I'll do it if that's what it takes. And he did this. And on Rachel's wedding day, Laban gave Rachel's veil and Rachel's clothes to Rachel's sister, Leah. And Leah ended up marrying Laban, excuse me, Leah ended up marrying Jacob instead. 
And then later, Jacob was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he still wanted to marry Rachel. And Laban says, if you work like a slave for seven more years, you can marry her. And Jacob was like, I guess I'll do it if I have to. And he did. And finally he married Rachel. There's probably a big argument for a long time because Laban probably wanted Jacob to work for him. Laban was so ineffective at getting money that he thought the only way to get money was to sell his daughters and to have slaves. Leah, Rachel, and Jacob didn't want to be there. God blessed Jacob and he left with cattle. We might find when we make deals with stupid men like Laban that we might lose everything that we have. Not only 15 years of our life, but also our wealth. Abraham was very wealthy. He was blessed by God. Isaac was probably also quite wealthy. He probably inherited much of what Abraham had. And Jacob probably inherited much of what his father Isaac had. And then after 15 years, 14 years of working like a slave, you might think a man that works that much might have his whole inheritance and more. But when we read the Bible, it would seem like he had almost nothing. When we make a deal with an evil man, we might lose that which we have and gain nothing. Rachel and Leah were not slaves. They did not have to be given away by their father. This is a foolish human tradition. They could have married Jacob and left. All men and all women are free at all times to choose what to do, where to go, and what to do when we get there. We're free to choose what to think, what to see, what to hear, and what to say. We're free to choose what's important and what we feel. Jacob did not have to work like a slave, but he chose to. He volunteered. He accepted. And it may be that Jacob lost much, maybe most, of what he had when he chose to be a man who worked like a slave. When he chose to be like a slave, he ended up with two wives rather than one. This probably was very difficult for Leah and Rachel. But it was probably better than living with Laban. Jacob ended up having sex with two handmaidens. In the world, men often do strange things. Abraham had sex with a handmaiden. This is like a hired servant. They're not a slave. As far as I know. They shouldn't be. And Abraham had a child named Ishmael. This did not need to happen. God had already promised Abraham. This was a mistake. Ishmael could have been born to other parents. And it would have been just fine. And it would have been him. Hagar could have found a husband. Not Abraham. And generation after generation, men often make the same mistakes over and over again. Jacob did not need to have two wives and two handmaidens that he had sex with. Nevertheless, he had 12 sons, and they are the fathers of the 12 tribes of Israel. And they live. They lived in the earth, and then they died, as all men die. Then they went to heaven. 
and lived the spirits thousands of years. And now Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and the fathers of the twelve tribes of Israel have been born again. They're babies, and next year they'll be one year old. At the end of the book of Genesis, there was a prophecy. Jacob spoke to his children. In the book of Genesis, chapter 49, there's a prophecy. This is very important for the future. Also, there was a man named Joseph. Joseph was in Egypt. There was a famine in the land. There was often a famine in the land when men worship someone who isn't God. Joseph's brothers came to Egypt with their wives. And 430 years later, there was more than a million men and women that we uh, called at that time Israel. The story of their exodus from Egypt is written in the book of Exodus. What we might say is the second book of Moses called Exodus. When we consider the book of Genesis, we can learn many things. Abraham might be considered to be a very good example who heard God's word and obeyed God. But he also did something that I do not like. He fucked Hagar. God said that Abraham would have a child with Sarah. God did things that are very good for Hagar and for her son Ishmael. We can see in the book of Genesis that God does things that are very good. God is a God of faithful promises. We can read about Jacob and Esau. And later, when we read the books of the prophets, we can learn that God loved Jacob and God hated Esau. We can learn many things by reading the book of Genesis. The first book of Moses called Genesis is a book that contains many prophecies of the future. The first verse in Genesis 1 is a prophecy of the future. It is one of God's faithful promises. We can learn from things other men and other women did. Some of them, we might say, are good examples, and others, we might say, are bad examples. We can grow in knowledge and wisdom through reading the Word of God, through hearing the Word of God, and through speaking the Word of God. We can also learn that when the whole world is filled with violence, God might do something. He might warn men and women. There might be only one man. There might have been many at that time. During the time of Noah, before the flood, there were many that spoke the word of God. Yet they all chose violence. I am the Messiah, and I know that because I spoke to Noah in heaven and asked him, and that is what he said.
when we read the Word of God, we can consider how to live our lives every moment of every day.